At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today's episode is sponsored by my books, Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story Kinda, which I have a volume one and a volume two, as well as How to X X Your Ex, A Guide to Getting Past Unhealthy Relationships. You can grab both books, all books, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble's website, books on Google Play, and Apple Books. Oh, so today my energy is a little lower than usual. It's because I'm not really having the best day, you guys. Like, I don't know if you just have times where you feel like you've been doing all you can and giving it all you got, but nothing seems to be moving forward or turning out the way you want it to. I'm having one of those weeks (sighs) and I just, when I have these days, I just allow myself to feel, I don't fight it or try to force like positivity because I mean, we're humans, we feel right. And so you want to honor your feelings and some days you don't want to like try to be busy or numb it by doing things like drinking or like smoking or doing whatever, you know what I mean? Just sit in it and just allow yourself to feel it because a lot of the times our feelings are telling us something. And then also when you learn how to like really sit in your emotions, you learn about yourself, it strengthens you and your relationship with yourself. And then I feel like you get to release because a lot of the times we're so overwhelmed by all of our emotions because we keep packing them on and kind of like apartmentalizing them. That's one thing that I do or just like kind of putting, putting them in the back and being like, Oh, I'll deal with that. I'll deal with that later. And then one day you just spaz on somebody or you start crying and you're like, what happened? It's cause you keep piling up, up those emotions and you're not allowing yourself to feel. So today was a day where I really allowed myself to feel I was working on stuff earlier, but I just couldn't concentrate because my feelings were like all over the place and it was messing up my creativity. And although I don't let my feelings run me, I do respect them. So I just was like, yeah, I'm going to just try to do other things like clean up because clean up like decluttering helps. Um, I took a walk. I listened to some podcasts, some music. I was listening to a therapist slash preacher. Like she is a practicing therapist, but she's also a pastor as well. 
and she was saying that when you sing at a high level, that helps you with your healing. If you dance, that helps with healing. Also, laughter helps with healing. Um, when I'm done recording this, I'm going to watch a funny movie. Which funny movie? I don't know, but I'm going to find one. But, <laughs> yeah, just... But again, I don't let my feelings run, like run me to the point where like I'm not going to record or I'm not going to go and do this or that. Like, no, I respect them, but I still handle my business. But at the same time, anything that I can be like, okay, how can I honor my feelings today while still getting my work done? Let me do that. So you have to partner with your feelings. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you don't run me. I'm going to respect you, but we're going to like make a compromise or whatever. But um, so today I want to talk about five tips on guarding your heart. The way I came to even this topic was um, I took a week off of social media. I've been off for a week total. So if you guys didn't see me post on anything last week, that's why. I haven't, like, I literally deleted the app. When I posted the promo for the last podcast, I literally deleted it afterwards. And usually because I post for, like, both, on my profiles <laughs> um because I have the blog and then I have my other business page like I feel like I'm obligated but I just couldn't do it like I just really couldn't do it because I'm going through this emotional stuff and then when you're going through this emotional stuff for some reason everybody's life seems better than yours everyone's life seems perfect <laughs> and yours seems like it sucks so of course Social media is a comparison factory. So all you're going to do on social media is compare your life to other people's. Everyone's stomach looks flatter than yours. Everyone's like body looks better than yours. Everyone's clothes look better than yours. Everyone like that's how it feels when you're going through your go through. Right. <laughs> Side note, if you hear something in my background that's coughing, it's my poor little pup. He um he's older. He's an older dog. He just turned 12 last month and he has this crazy cough. And it might sound like he's dying, but he's not, I promise you. He um he has to take heart meds. And when he doesn't have his heart meds, then the cough gets worse. And I'm waiting on them to come in the mail because I cannot buy them from the store. So that's why I'm sorry. Anyway, don't call animal rights on me. I'm taking care of my business. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, so on this social media cleanse, if you guys ever find yourself having an influx of like anxiety or insecurity because you're on social media and you find yourself comparing more, it's time to take a break. And you don't necessarily have to delete it, but the reason I deleted it, because I kept telling myself to stay on social media. I even put like the little cap on it, but I kept going back on. I kept ignoring the cap, going back on because it's so habitual, right? So to just stop the habit, I just deleted it altogether. <laughs> that was the only way I was going to stop like scrolling. So... Um, anytime I have like my social media cleanse, I'm able to get, I'm able to, to have revelations quicker with God. Cause I'm more focused and less distracted. I'm also able to concentrate more on my own tasks, but also I'm able to get more in tune with myself and my own emotions. And that's probably why I'm purging emotions right now because I'm not distracted or being numb by social media. So I'm able to like get into this. And when I post this, by the time y'all see this, I recorded the day before. So when I post, I may delete it again because <laughs> I'm just really enjoying 
the I'm already got I already got a lot going on, but having no social media really helps me to kind of unwind and stay away from like the other stuff because I'm I'm trying to figure something out, okay, inside of me. Cause here we grow again, right? So one thing that I realized in my social media fast is that I don't do a good job at guarding my heart. So as we know, biblically it says, guard your heart above all things, all things flow from your heart, right? And I thought I was doing a good job at guarding my heart because I'm aware of a lot of things, but awareness does not equal application, right? So I can admit that for most of my life, all of my life, probably up until recently, like I didn't really surrender my love life to God because I honestly felt like he was doing a bad job because like everyone that I dated sucked and then like I'm still single and then like, yeah, I just felt like he, he didn't know what he was doing. So <laughs> every time I surrendered it on a Monday, I would have it back on a Wednesday. <laughs> like I just had a struggle, but I like, I could surrender everything else. Like my finances, like my career stuff health, all of those things were surrendered to God, but like I was holding on to my love life because I felt like if I gave it to God, he was going to take too long. He wasn't going to know what he was doing. I wasn't going to have no nothing. Life was going to be boring and miserable. I don't know if y'all feel me. I'm being transparent today. Okay. This is just what it is. So I've always struggled with like really fully a hundred percent, like surrendering my love life to God. So right now I'm on that journey. It hasn't been long. Because, again, I, I really had that cycle of, like, surrendering it and taking it back. Then surrendering it and taking it back. Because it was just such a habit. And I don't think we realize how many things become habitual. Like, it's not necessarily we... It's not... I don't know how I just said that. It's not, it's not that we necessarily... That's what it is. Feel like what our way is working. Or our way is better. We're just comfortable with our way our way is we can understand our way because when you start surrendering things to God if you've been on a journey with God you'll understand that most of the time how he works is confusing you have uncertainty the reason you have uncertainty because you need faith to surrender things to Christ in order you must have faith to please God so that's why it comes with so much uncertainty when you walk with God because if you're certain you don't need him if you are sure, you don't need God, right? So you have to have faith in all of these moments. So I'm like, bro, I'm already uncertain in all these other places. I ain't trying to be uncertain here too. Like, come on. So I've been walking with God and he's been revealing so much stuff. And like every time I turn around, I don't know if anybody feel me on this, but I feel like I've grown enough. Like I really feel like on my journey to like healing and growth, I get so frustrated because I'm like, Bro, I've grown enough. Like, what are we talking about, bro? Like, I've done so much healing. Like, we're not there yet. Like, like, and and I know we'll never like arrive at like a hundred percent healed, right? Because there's always stuff going on. But I'm like, I'm not at the point of like a gift. Like, I don't get a gift for participation. Like, like I don't get a cookie. Like, I don't get. <laughs> we still gotta keep going through, bro. Like, come on, man. So. It's just really frustrating. I'm being very transparent today because, again, like, I'm not having a, uh, the greatest day. So this will be a day where I really pour out to God and just be like, look, I don't I don't know what you want from me, man. Like, I'm tired. So 
in the midst of this, like pouring out, I realized like I haven't done a good job at guarding my heart. And I think the reason I haven't done a good job is because um, I was putting my need for instant gratification above my need to protect my heart. And I feel like a lot of us do that because if you really want to be in a relationship, if you really want to be married, if you just really want companionship, when you hold out for a while and you like don't date people because, you know, it's the older you get, unfortunately, it is harder to connect because you're not around people as much. You're not in school. You're not, you know, just. And people aren't as available because most people are married. Most people are taken. Like the pool just gets smaller and smaller. So since the pool gets smaller and smaller, like when you connect with somebody, you get excited, right? So if you've gone like months without dating someone or months without meeting someone who's worth it, when you meet somebody, you get super excited. So although you want to think like, oh, I need to guard my heart. Yo, like loneliness, (laughs) your boredom, you're like, flesh is over here like, hey, homegirl, I know you're trying to protect your heart, but look, we want to hold some hands, go on some dates, do some making out. And, you know, if you having sex, you want to have sex, you know, I'm celibate. But at the same time, like, I still like affection. I still like the other stuff. So I think a lot of the times in the past, the reason I did not guard my heart was because I was putting the gratification, the wanting someone in my presence, the wanting someone to be go to the movies with to talk on the phone to every day like just that wanting that more than thinking about guarding my heart because when you come into the situation you're not thinking about like I gotta heal from this I gotta go through this again like you're not thinking about that you're not thinking about the end and the possibilities that this is another cycle you're gonna have to go through you thinking oh snap I done met somebody this man look good We're going to have a good time. It's going to be cool. No, you're not thinking like that. So I believe that was the big, that's the biggest reason I haven't done a good job at guarding my heart. So today I just wanted to tell you guys five tips that I've realized on guarding our heart because I know how I just haven't been applying it. (laughs) So one is understand your pitfalls. So your pitfalls are those things that keep you stuck in the cycle of not guarding your heart. So for me, I know boredom was huge. Boredom was huge, huge, huge. And then right up under like boredom, like boredom was number one. And then like right up under 1.5 was, is, um, loneliness, but I get bored quicker than I get lonely. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like, I guess, cause I'm, I'm more of an omnivert because although I like people, I also need time to like replenish after I've been around a lot of people. So I do value my alone time a lot. Um, so yeah, but I also like being outside. Like I'm that person. I'll go places by myself. I'll go out and explore coffee shop, movies, restaurants, bars. I'll go all these places alone. So I like being outside. Now, although I can do them by myself, I don't mind. Who wouldn't prefer having somebody's son accompany them? Like, you just want the companionship sometimes. And then when I get bored, 
my instant thought is this would be so much cool. My day would be so much cooler if I had a man to share things with. <laughs> so that happens. And then I go on this binge of like trying to pursue things and entertain things that I ain't got no business pursuing and entertaining. And guess what? Now I'm outside of guarding my heart because if I was guarding my heart, I wouldn't be pursuing things I know are not good for me. I would not be pursuing temporary satisfaction things, right? Because if I know I want longevity, why am I pursuing the temporary? <laughs> so you have to understand your pitfalls. So the reason it's so important to understand your pitfalls because you want... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Number two, you're going to have to check your flesh. Like I said, the reason I've had a hard time guarding my heart is because I kept putting gratifying my needs or really not my needs, gratifying my wants above guarding my heart. So because I got bored, instead of saying, you know what, go take a walk, go call your homegirl, go to the here, there by yourself, go see your mama and them, something other than entertaining these things that you know ain't going to do nothing but put you right back in that cycle and your heart going to be been and got a little bruise again. Like, I was putting the need for the gratification above that. Knowing that I'm bored, knowing that I'm lonely, knowing that these are the times that I need to be on guard with myself. Like, okay, sis, you bored. See, that's what we not going to do. We, we not going to do what we usually do, sis. You got to have that pep talk with yourself. But I wasn't doing that. I was just, look, you bored. Let's see what this day now talking about. Let's see what old dude talking about I ain't talked to in a minute. Let's go outside and see if we can meet somebody. Like, and there is nothing wrong with those things, but what I'm saying is you shouldn't be doing those things in response to your boredom. If you're doing those things, there should literally be because you want to or because that's what, well, yeah, really, just because you want to. It shouldn't be in response to boredom or loneliness because at that point, you're leading with a bit of desperation. So you're not going to be of sober mind.
Because you can't be of sober mind if you're trying to fill a need, okay? You cannot be of sober mind if you are trying to fill a need. So really understand those pitfalls so you can check your flesh. Because you... You know what them pitfalls is. You know what it is because some people is drinking. You know, I hear a lot of people say, bro, when I drink, I get the call and such and such. Hey, they got a song called Drunk Texting. You know what it is. So if you know that that is your pitfall, tell somebody to take your phone. Tell your homegirl, take my phone. If I ask you for it back, don't give it to me, like, at all, whatever. You know what I mean? So just understand what your pitfalls are, too. Check your flesh because when you're in that moment, Understand you need to be of sober mind before you send these texts out, try to entertain, whatever. Three, be intentional. <sighs> Guarding your heart is a discipline. It's literally a discipline because when we live day to day and we, we live in recklessly and not even reckless, recklessly all the time, but like with a naive sense that everyone, just because you're a good person, that everyone's going to treat you well, or just because you got good intentions, everyone's going to have good intentions. Unfortunately, on a spiritual sense, we live in a fallen world, so that's not true. From a wise sense, listen, just because you good to people don't mean they're going to be good to you. But from your homegirl, listen... These niggas ain't loyal. Okay, I just had to say it. <laughs> like, so I I would love for us to live in a world in a utopian society where because you have good intentions and because you're great, that that means that's going to come back to you. Yeah, it will come back because you reap what you sow. And, you know, I sow positivity. I do receive positivity back, but it's not always in the form of love from a guy. Most of it's in the form of my friendships. I have very healthy, great friendships, like great friendships. So, yeah, but when it comes to dating, I honestly, 95% of my dating life, I've led with great intentions. But 95% of my dating life, I have not been handled with great the greatest intent right so i just want you to understand that guarding your heart is a discipline because it's not going to feel good all the time because you're going to be telling yourself no to certain things that you want in that moment but you have to keep the greater goal in the end always use you know working out or being fit as the example listen if you're trying to lose 20 pounds i ain't even gonna say 20 that's too big because we passed 30 and we already know that take too long you trying to lose five pounds by the end of the month, that Cheesecake Factory looking real good, right? That will gratif gratify you instantly if you had that cheesecake right now. But when you eat it, you're going to instantly feel regret. You're going to be thinking like, dang, I need to work out. I need to start myself. Like, all of this stuff. Just wait. Think about the end goal. And then think about how it's going to make you feel afterwards. Because I know so many times, like, although I... I'll give a great example. Me, I ain't gonna lie. I love making out. Like, I, I really enjoy kissing people's faces, right? Not everybody. Don't think I'm just out here just with the mono, just kissing everybody. But, like, I enjoy that type of intimacy, like, kissing. But I also know kissing does something for me. Like, if I kiss you, that means, like, I rock with you. I like you. And that's just going to intensify the feelings that I have for you. So it's going to be harder for me to guard my heart because by the time I got to the point of kissing you, that's telling me like, dang, 
I want this to go further now because I kissed you. And you know, that may not be somebody else's something, but for me that is. Maybe your something is sex. Or maybe your something is like introducing them to your parents or your friends. Or maybe your something is like telling them my secrets. If you know that certain things, certain monuments in time or in action make you feel closer to a person, be intentional about not doing that until you fully trust that this situation is going to go further than just something temporary. Hold yourself accountable. Be intentional. Be disciplined. So for me now going forward, I'm going to really hold myself accountable to just not kissing people on a first, second date just because I feel like I like their conversation. I know I'm going to want to do that. I know I'm going to have to literally like put my hand over my mouth or do something like that, but like I can't keep do not guarding my heart because I'm not doing a good job at it by just frivolously kissing folks just because I feel like doing it. Like, no, your feelings is a lie. <laughs> like most of the time, your feelings be lying to you. So, yes, be intentional. Four, piggybacking on what I just said, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Listen, guarding your heart, although the best thing to do, it is not the easiest thing to do. And it don't feel the best because it's just, it's so much restraint involved. And when you restrain something, think about like a waist trainer, <laughs> When you put your body in that waist trainer, you look good. <laughs> you restraining all that fat. That that hourglass is busting, honey. You don't put the uh the spanks on that dress. You was a seven at first. You put that thing on now. You a nine and a nine point nine in that dress now, right? You restraining that fat. It's very uncomfortable, but it's beautiful. <laughs> like the end result is great, right? But you had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So don't think like guarding your heart is going to be this easy thing just because it's the right thing. Because many times the right thing isn't the easiest thing to do. So, yeah. And number five. That's pretty much the same thing. I'm like reiterating, but you get my drift. Understand that it doesn't feel good in the moment, but it's best in the long run. Keep the end goal at heart. Even if you don't really know what the end goal is, just know, even if you got to start with not to get my heart broken, not to keep going through what I'm going through, not to keep dating the same kind of guys and having the same result, not to keep giving guys my phone number or my body or my emotions and then them tell me I'm not ready for a relationship right now, but the with you is silent or for them to breadcrumb you. I've been getting breadcrumbed a lot lately and it's really pissing me off. But again, I'm not doing a good job at guarding my heart because when I think back on it, I've been believing the false hope and not being disciplined enough or intentional enough, intentional enough. Number three because I'm bored and or lonely about, okay, listening to what they're actually saying to you. Because I'll ask the question, what are you looking for? And they'll give me an answer that involves like, oh, you know, I want something serious. What is something serious to you? Like, I need to ask some more qualifying question. What is something serious? Because 
for me, something serious is a marriage. For him, something serious could be we shacking up or we dating exclusively, but you not really my girlfriend or me putting time and money and effort into you. That's serious to him. So we got to qualify everything. So I think for me now, if a guy isn't specifically telling me, like, I am looking for my wife, I am looking for marriage, I am looking for my soulmate, my life mate, I can't really rock with him because that, that would be me not guarding my heart again. And yes, people be lying, right? But that's why you got to pace yourself. And me pacing myself, like I already said, is not making out with nobody, not like spending all this time with them when I don't really know them. Like, yeah, I can spend time with them, go out on dates with them, but like not move too fast with it. Meaning like not be trying to see them every single day, hanging out at their house, them hanging out at my house. Because I know for me with my past attachment style, which is an anxious attachment style, I'll get attached too quickly. So that'll make me want to force something, right? So that's not being smart. That's not guarding my heart. So that's me understanding my pitfalls. So you really got to protect your heart, bro. Like you, all the stuff that you've been doing, listen, you need to take inventory over your life. All the stuff that you've been doing that has been keeping you in whatever cycle that you feel like, dang, I keep bumping my head the same way. I keep Meeting a guy and he seems different, even if it was better. Cause like for me, I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Like the quality of dude I've been dating has gotten better, right? Like the last person I dated, he made six figures, and that's not. And I don't even want to start with that, cause child I ain't about to argue with y'all folks. But <laughs> it's not necessarily about that. But what I'm using it as an example, but like he was successful. He he was driven. He had a good he had good character. I should have started with that. He had really good character. He was attractive. He was tall. He, you know, believed in marriage and all of this stuff like that. So he was a quality guy. But at the end of the day, we did not work because I felt like he was too busy and I didn't know exactly what he wanted. Although he said he wanted marriage and stuff, his actions were not really aligning. So what I'm saying all that to say is, yes, I'm getting better at picking, but at the same time, Although I'm better at picking, I still have to move a certain way if I want a certain result and to really just avoid bumping my head and even having to grieve these stupid situationships. Ain't y'all tired? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of having to cry over these failed situations. And a lot of times you ain't even crying over the guy. You crying because you did this again. You, you done really went over this again. You done did this again. So take inventory over what? Where do you keep messing up? So for me, that's why we talk about guarding my heart. I'm not doing a good job at guarding my heart because I keep putting my instant gratification over that and I have to stop, okay? I need to figure out a better way to gratify me spiritually and not with my flesh because I can't keep doing this. I'm not going to keep doing this. No, 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 no. <laughs> and no, like, if y'all wonder, like, dang, she probably having a bad day because she done messed up like a guy done messed up no actually this has nothing to do with a guy my bad day is surrounding my career right now so yeah I'm, I'm in a transition and growing and healing and trying to become whole and reach your greatest potential is very hard so that's why I'm having a moment but yeah I was just thinking about this because my last situation ended um in June 
And it wasn't even like, I didn't even do a lot of like moping and things of that nature. Cause I kind of like grieved it before it was over, but I just, I just don't want to keep going through that because although he was a better guy, I'm like, how can I avoid this? Cause I'm sick of this. Okay. You're not doing a good job at guarding your heart. You're just really not. So yeah. And not everyone has to take the same precautions guarding their heart because not everyone falls that quickly. I know me, I'm I'm like, because I have, the, I have, I've dealt with the anxious attachment style, which is the person that like you get attached really, really quickly because you probably dealt with abandonment issues. Um, you probably had like a, a emotionally unavailable mom or dad, whatever. So for me, I have to have higher precautions. But if you're not like that, if just hanging out with somebody, kissing somebody, going out on a date, that don't really make you attach. You don't have to take these precautions. Your guarding your heart is different from mine, but you still need to take these five tips, which is understanding your pitfalls, check your flesh, be intentional, be comfortable being uncomfortable, and then know that it doesn't feel good in the moment, but it will in the long run, right? Because we all different people, okay? So I'm hoping this helps somebody because I know for me, I'm tired. And, and if y'all tired like me, we got to do something different in this 20 out of 22. And then it's summertime. And, you know, summertime, you usually is the time I end up dating somebody. No, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm tired. No, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. Right now I'm working on me, myself, and me. I just, oh, Lord, I'm tired. <laughs> the Trinity going to have to come down here and sit next to me to make me talk to somebody, like, soon. I just, whoo, <laughs> I'm tired. But, yeah, I will be guarding my heart henceforth, Okay. But hopefully this helps somebody, and I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.